Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Yes, that's me, Tiff, the lady golf teacher. What I will do here is build belief in you to accomplish your dreams for your golf. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Teed high, let it fly. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff, the lady golf teacher here and welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. You've seen the title for this episode, haven't you? Learn to trust. It's an interesting title today, isn't it? And what does that mean? Well, it means that I want you to trust you. It means that I want you to trust the decisions you make. It means I want you to trust the decisions you make when you play golf. And why should you trust you? That's a question that I'm sure you're asking yourself is why should you trust you? And my answer to that is, well, why shouldn't you trust you? Because if you don't trust the decisions you make when you're playing golf, then who's going to trust you? No one. No one's going to trust you. And I want you to always remember this saying, it's the world is a mirror of what you see. And if there is no trust there and there is doubt in the decisions that you make, wouldn't you think that that would reflect in your results? And that's right, it would reflect in your results because when you play golf, especially in your comps or tournaments that you get to play, I'll give you a prime example what the lack of trust in decisions are. Now, I don't want you to start going off on another tangent about life and and the people you trust and all of that kind of thing and that you don't trust. I just want you to apply this to golf for now. Later on, you can start looking at, you know, if you don't trust you, does that mean that you don't trust other people in your life and so on? Well, there's a a reflection of the, the mirror Well, the world is a mirror of what you see. That's your reflection. Just something to think about. But today we're just going to be talking about learning to trust you in your golf. So here's some, um, here's a prime example of lack of trust in decisions. So when I teach someone putting, for example, so somebody comes to me for a putting lesson um, and they want help to putt better when they compete on the course and I always get them to do one meter putts and there's a reason for that that I always get people to do one meter putts and you're going to hear my secret uh, there's a few reasons actually the first one that I look at is I want to see how they stroke the ball these are a few things I'm going to go through first one is uh, is to see how they stroke the ball. The second one is I want to see how they position themselves, like how they line up to the ball, so how they get set. The third one I want to see is if they line the ball up to where they're going to hit the ball to. So yes, we aim at the hole or depending on the slope and so on. The fourth thing that I look at is I want to see what type of ball control they have. 
And what I mean, the type of ball controllers, you know, whether they're, you know, hitting it short, hitting it long and, and so on, too hard, too soft, or, you know, they hesitate when they putt. So I want to look for that. And the most important one that I, I always look for is, and this is the fifth one, fifth and most important one I really look at, is what their decision process is when they're putting whether they're confident in where they're putting to or whether they hesitate, change their mind, fear of making a mistake, worrying about missing the hole. So I I look at that process that they work themselves through. And if you think about it, when you putt, especially those short ones around that one meter, it gets quite nerve wracking, isn't it? Because these are the ones that we want to go into the hole, don't we? And you give yourself a hard time if you miss. And so I always lip out, always get the line wrong. Um, you know, I, I get really nervous when I when I putt at, at the hole. And there might be another thing that you do, and I'm just going to put it out there. You know when you line the ball up to where you want to aim it to, which I hope you do. If you don't, that's a big thing that you want to make sure that you're doing. But when you line the ball up to where you're aiming to, and then you stand over the ball getting ready to putt, do you agree with that decision that you've made? Or do you change the line when you're standing over the ball? That's something I want you to think about because that's what I look at how people operate. And, you know, I don't really see this only with putting. I see this with chipping and pitching especially. And what I see with with chipping and pitching is that the person that I'm working with really worries about hitting the ball too short of the green, overhitting the green, you know, and watching the ball roll, (laughs) roll over the other side of the green, possibly into a bunker or out of bounds. Um, So what I see is a lot of hesitancy there. And what I uh, see also is there's, there's all these fears that come out about making mistakes, fears of not getting it right. And you might think, oh, Tiff, you know what? You're speaking to me. I do that. And I get that because I know when I was learning to play golf myself and really working on um, specific things, uh, I was doing that too. And you're probably also thinking, hey, Tiff, you know what? You've just explained me to a T. I do that frequently when I'm out playing. And if it makes you feel any better, that, that, that's exactly what I was doing when I was playing golf too, when I was learning to play golf. And I'll refer back to my tennis days as a teenager when I was pursuing a, a pro tennis career. And there was so much of that lack of trust in decisions. There was always this fear of making mistakes. There was always this worrying about not getting it right. There was always this worry about what the score would be when I'd, when I'd stuff things up. I always would look at all of those things of what I could do wrong versus what I could control and do right. And I would always refer to these, especially when I took up golf, uh, when I was learning the, the game, you know, from, from knowing nothing, I referred it to it as my tennis demons. And that's a part of it, it's the demons that we carry, right? So when I took up golf and I had all these tennis demons, because they didn't disappear, they'd just rear their ugly head in something else that I did. And for that 
purpose it was golf wasn't it because that's what I was learning to play so good old tennis demons came back to haunt me so it got to the point when I was playing I said to myself Tiff you just can't keep doing this you can't keep going down this path of not trusting yourself you can't keep going down this path of of not trusting any of your shots you can't worry about making mistakes because because of that fear that I kept having those mistakes would keep coming that's because of how I thought and that conversation that I had with myself I can tell you exactly where it was I was at Coffs Harbour Golf Club because I used to practice there I had a, a then boyfriend there and I used to go there quite a bit and practice there and play and I was on the um, their third nine, which is the 19th to the 27th. I was playing that, that back area there. And I just kept, I was so aware of me being non-trusting of me. And I kept doing that over and over again. I kept making mistakes and not trusting. So what I did was I had this shot, this particular shot at this hole. It was a par four hole. I'd hit my tee shot just right of the fairway because I'm going to explain this to you exactly because then you'll know where the where things started to change from that point. And I hit to the right of the fairway. I was about 110 meters away from the green. I still had a clear shot though, so I was just off the fairway to the right. And I said to myself, because I was tired of all the negativity that I kept dishing out to myself I was tired of going down that path of you know making mistakes I was tired of the way in which I was talking to myself I was very aware of that and I wanted to change that and I said Tiff look you know you just don't trust what you're doing and you keep making mistakes because of it you keep expecting that you're going to stuff up can you relate to that you keep expecting that you're going to stuff up because that's what I kept expecting. And then you do stuff up. So it's it's time to make that change, Tiff. And I said, right, okay, let's ask yourself this question. What if you trusted your swing? What if you just did the best that you could in this moment? What if you could just look at what you're going to do and play this ball as feedback and the feedback that you get is whether you've hit it right or not, but what you'll then identify is how that you hit it well and what you did and what the process was or how you could improve it. It was a big conversation going on in my head and you can probably relate because perhaps you're the same. You may talk to yourself a lot when you're out playing out on the course. So anyway, I decided to do that. I decided to trust my swing and I made the decision to trust my decisions and because I did that because I made that decision to trust the decisions that I was going to make from that point on do you know what happened I bet you can guess I bet you can guess I hit the ball straight into the green it was the center of the green and I gave myself less shots to worry about so then I was on the green ready to putt now I'm not saying from that point on because I trusted my swing and I trusted my decisions I hit the ball perfectly. No, still I still make made mistakes. I still do even to this day. 
but I changed my attitude. I changed my approach. I changed in how I was going to look at that. So what I then do is when I play, even to this day, I look for feedback. And that's what I did then. I looked for feedback. I understood that that's what I need to do. It's a work in progress. I had to look for feedback. And all I focused on was just doing the best that I could do in that moment. Did the best that I could do in focusing. I did the best that I could do in playing the shot. And that changed everything for me. That changed everything. That was the difference between me plodding along and sitting, you know, on a, I don't know, I think I was playing off about a 20 handicap then to getting down to playing off scratch. That was the difference. So from that point on, I looked at everything that I did as feedback and I looked at whether it was an, you know, a technical error or as a mental error. I mean, there's always going to be a mental error in there because it's going to be where your head is at at the time and in that moment of when you're playing the shot. So if you're not tuned in and you're thinking of something else or um, you're not working on the right part of your technique or you get random thoughts popping into your head, you know, nothing to do with golf, those types of mental errors can, can creep in. So the thing is, is that you need to also be aware of what, what's going on in your head because that's why this is the golf talk with Tiff and also um, being aware of what the technical um, aspects of, of your swing or your putt or whatever it is that you're doing, what, what areas are working, what are not. So what I did by making that change of looking at feedback, I was more aware of what I actually was focused on and what type of conversations I was having with myself. And I, I share this with you because I don't want you to feel alone. I don't want you to feel that, oh, you know, it's just me and it's only me that feels this way. I can share many, many things, which I will through these episodes of how I felt when I was standing over the ball, what kind of process or thought process went in my mind uh, before I was playing shots because I felt the same way too. So if you're feeling like you're worrying about the results or you're worrying about making mistakes or you're worrying about missing that one meter putt, for example, I felt the same way too. But you may, you may then think, well, Tiff, you know, how, how am I going to trust myself? How do I trust the decisions I make? And that's a really good question. That's a really good question because that was the thing that, that I had to work through is like, how am I going to keep on this process of learning to trust myself when what I always looked at was all the negative side of things? And so what I want to say to you today is it's going to be a work in progress, but the most important thing is as long as it is a work in progress, rather than you saying, oh, it can't be done, it can be done. I'm proof that it can be done. I had a very low self-esteem growing up, very negative on myself right through my teenagers, my 20s, even my early 30s, incredibly negative. So if I can do it and make changes, becoming, you know, much more positive, a lot of things don't bother me anymore that what what they used to when I was in that mindset because I've done the work now. But I want you to believe that it's possible. We've talked about this before in a previous episode. You have greatness in you. Anything is possible, but you have to believe that. 
So even if you don't yet believe that that's possible, even if you just say, you know what, Tiff believes it's possible and Tiff believes in me, right? You've got to have someone believe in you. And even if I haven't met you yet, I believe in you because you're listening here to me today because you want the answers. You want to play better golf. Someone has to believe in you. So why not me? So here's a simple thing that I'm going to get you to do today. Next time you are practicing, next time you're out on that putting green, I want you to be looking for these types of things of what you want to do when you are practicing. Okay, so if you're like, oh, I want to go and practice my chipping, great. But I'm going to talk about your putting for this one. What I want you to do is look for feedback. So when you line up your putt, when you're a meter out, I want you to line the ball up to where you're going to aim it. When you stand over the ball, I want you to trust that decision that you've made, no matter what, no matter what, trust it. And just say, trust your putt. And let's see if you got the line right. Because if you've missed the hole, it'll give you feedback that the line wasn't right. If you've missed the hole, that might be a technical thing as well, right? The club face may have been facing too much to the left or too much to the right when you made contact with the ball. You may have stopped on the ball. There's some technical things. Go, be interesting to see what kind of feedback you get like with your head when you're standing over the ball oh no that's not right I have to fix it again don't fix it from standing over the top of the ball okay walk around behind the ball you see the line so much better the perception's always different when you stand over it okay that's what you want to be looking at so the thing here is what you want to look at is you want to look at technical feedback that you get from playing that shot and you want to look at mental feedback what you get from playing that shot. So things that you could look at for technique. Did you get it right? Did it go in the hole? Were you aligned correctly? Were you calm when you hit the ball? Did you feel the positions that stayed in place? Or what was going on in your head? Were you calm? Were you nervous? Was it stressing you out? Was it difficult to trust it? Were you trying to get it over and done with? Did you give 100% focus or did your mind wander? Those are things to look at, okay? So when you make a decision to look at those things differently, then you will get different results. And you may have heard the saying, doing the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result. Well, that doesn't happen. You have to change what you do to get that different result because it's not working that way. Make the changes. So, so that's what you're going to work on today. I'd look forward to hearing about what happens with your putts from this point forward. So I'd really appreciate it if you could let me know what you like best about what you heard today. And if you've got friends that would benefit from these Golf Talk with Tiff episodes, I'd love it if you could share them with your friends. That would be fantastic and I would really appreciate that. And I want you to do two things. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. And teed high, let it fly. And I look forward to seeing you on future episodes. Take care. Talk soon. Bye for now. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, 
strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.